0: And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello British Columbia and welcome to
1: the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi.
2: I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, We're
1: on location today at the Watermark Beach Resort in Osoyoos. It's our latest grape escape in the South uh, Okanagan and we're really happy to open up the show with our host and guest Stuart Hart. He's Director of Sales and Marketing here at Watermark Beach Resort. Stuart, great to see you.
3: Uh, great to see you too. Thanks, thanks for being here.
1: I feel like you've been swimming the lake for months and now you're out and ready to go. Uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a big start for you.
3: Yeah, it's been an interesting year. I, I, I've been here since December and uh, during the winter months, which is generally quieter, and then uh, we get into the, the height of COVID and during the spring, but um, we've seen a, a steep bounce back yeah and it's been encouraging the province has done a great job and we're into phase three and uh yeah
1: we, we're, we're catching you right now between the transition from takeout to uh the the dining is open now we're actually outside in the, in the dining area
3: i know i think dining is definitely taking overtaking takeout but takeout was, <laughs> was a great experiment for us we've got a uh, a new chef he joined us in february and uh he was straight into the first time that watermark has ever done takeout and that actually proved to be quite successful and uh but now we're back into a, a sense of normality as it yeah will.
1: it's it's a great property uh, maybe you could just quickly explain to our guests because there's suites there's villas there's beachfront uh, units
3: yeah well, when i came down in uh, october for, for the first time it was uh the destination struck me and the, the product and experience definitely struck me it's uh, an all suite property. We have um, 153 units, a mix of um, mostly suites, but also townhomes facing the city, uh, facing the lake. And, uh, yeah, much to, yeah, 11 years ago, this was a fruit processing plant. and Or just, or, you know, I would say yeah, 15 I years ago. I remember that. <laughs> and wow, uh, and cool. it's turned out to be, um, I, I think, a landmark within the destination. Yeah. Uh, so a watermark to landmark, as it were.
2: I feel like I'm at a family reunion when I stay here. It's so friendly and there's so many people on the beach and, and it's a long beach.
3: Actually, yeah. Yeah And yeah.
2: you there's a pool if you want the pool.
3: Yep, pool centered right in the in the heart of a horseshoe um shaped resort. Um the beach is just just fabulous and uh and you touch on the point of family and that's very much uh, a behind-the-scenes approach to Watermark is family, as mm-hmm. far as the team are concerned, and uh, it's staggering, especially during the summer. That's that's by far our biggest market. And uh, family reunions and reunions of all kinds.
1: We're speaking with Stuart Hart uh, from the Watermark Beach Resort. I heard a rumor that you, and you were going to take Casey up to the top of the slide today and maybe uh, <laughs> hit the pool.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Stuart. Hostess with the most. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, we're pretty excited to be here. Of course, a number of wineries are going to join us uh, today on the show. We had a great uh, meal last night, by the good, way, out good. on the patio. What a way to watch the the sun go down, the stars come up, and uh, to sit uh, with a beautiful breeze off the lake. And it's really it's a really peaceful place to have dinner.
2: And very very delicious food by Nick Atkins. We had a wonderful mushroom dish that I think. People in Vancouver would like to put that on their menu. Yeah, yeah. it didn't
3: make
1: it around the table very. Uh, no,
2: it's kind of stopped at Tony. Yeah,
3: <laughs> no, I, I've had the same same experience. That's a bit. Of, that's a fab uh, appetizer. It sure yeah. is, and I think that's going to live on the menu as opposed to be temporarily on the menu. Right, Stuart. Thanks for
1: uh, hosting us. Uh, we can't wait to get started, and uh, it's great to be back in our first grape escape in the Okanagan of the year here at uh, Watermark Beach Resort.
3: Pleasure to host you and the wineries. That's Stuart Hart.
1: He's the Director of Sales and Marketing here at Watermark Beach Resort. Coming up next, Mark Hopley, winemaker at Hester Creek, and Chef Adair Scott of Terrafina at Hester Creek join us. I'm Anthony Gismondi.
2: I'm Casey Wilson. And you're
1: listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio at our Oliver Osoius Grape Escape.
0: There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. The BC wine
4: industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save-On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save-On Foods locations. For special offers, In. Store and online, visit saveonfoods.com/wine.
1: Hi, it's Tony and Casey, recently returned from our Oliver Asoyus Grape Escape. As always, we were delighted to stay at our home away from home, the Watermark Beach Resort in the heart of Asoyus. Casey, you had a fantastic room.
2: I did, Tony, overlooking the water, and I loved it when I got to your villa
1: my beachfront villa also uh, overlooking the water and the pool. We could hear the kids uh, playing all day long. Uh, we really had a great time there, fantastic hospitality, and uh, it's, it's working.
2: It is working very well.
1: Uh, we also had a great late-night dinner on the patio, which is uh, the best way to go there. We, we sat out under the stars, and we really had a terrific time.
2: They had to ask us to leave.
1: They did. We were the last ones out the door. But that's what happens when you're in the Okanagan. To all our listeners in Vancouver, Victoria, Kamloops, Kelowna, Penticton, and all the South Okanagan, this is the time for a staycation in beautiful British Columbia. Contact the Watermark today at watermarkbeachresort.com to book your stay.
5: The warm weather is here and indigenous inspired cuisine and much more awaits you in the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Spirit Ridge Resort in Osoyoos is pleased to announce the reopening of the bear, the fish, the root, and the berry with a brand new menu. Social distancing protocols are in place for your safety, so join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in complete comfort. Please make your reservations at bearfishrootberry.com. Spirit Ridge Resort, part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.ca. Kalmana Family Estate Winery reminds you that it's time to join the 2020 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Culmina's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Culmina wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the numbers series, Culmina's small lot program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit Kalmana.ca, Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science.
0: Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome
1: back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi.
2: I'm Casey Wilson. We're on
1: location today at the Watermark Beach Resort in a Soyuz. It's our latest grape escape. And our next guests uh, come from just up the road a ways from Hester Creek. Mark Hopley, he's the chief winemaker and Adair Scott is from Terrafina at Hester Creek uh, where you can dine. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome Mark. Uh, congratulations. Uh, you're the new chief winemaker. Thank you. Uh, you've taken over uh, in the I guess in
6: the early spring. Or yeah, well, it was more like February actually, actually. Yeah. So Well, yeah, you've been, been there for quite a while, but uh, 7 years. Yeah. Nice to be in charge. You know what? We got a real deep team there, and yeah. I'm just grateful to have some some old vines and We've got a great staff. You do
1: have some old vines. You also have vines that go back into the 60s, I believe. 100%. 1968.
6: So original plantings going on 52 years old. Pretty stoked to be able to work with that fruit every year. It's, uh,
1: and things are different than they were with Joe Bisnardo, I can assure you folks. Uh, when you <laughs> visit the property, it's pretty snappy. No ice cream shop. <laughs> the, the, no, the
6: ice cream is, well, do you have ice cream, there? We do have ice cream. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that ice cream shop, that was quite a story back in the day. Uh, anyway, great to see you guys from uh, Hester Creek. You brought a couple of wines, so we're going to talk a bit about that. Let's start with uh, the situation. You're open. Sure. Uh, both of you are open, the restaurant and the winery. How's that going now?
7: i think it's just you know i i'm just happy that we're you know we're back we're open in any kind of um any kind of way really i think you know i'm really grateful that you know through all these crazy times we're able to provide again and do what we love to do yeah
6: people stuck with you too right the the customers well you know i think i we hope it's a loyal it's a loyal brand people know it i mean they know the wines they know the the facility and and it's just so nice to have you know, people coming back to the building and to the restaurant and to yeah. the villas and you again. You know what?
2: I think it's changed buying habits with people ordering by the case. Mm. And like, why wouldn't you when you think about? Yeah. You know, shopping two bottles at a time.
6: Well, we, we've really noticed online sales. Obviously, have gone through the roof. But yes. um yeah. People are still drinking wine. They're just buying it different ways, Yeah. You know? oh, and now you throw into the mix now that the winery's open again for, you know, for the public and yeah. for, for tastings and for whatnot. And, and then, of course, the, the restaurant now is, is really busy.
7: Yeah, the restaurant's back, right, flying full color. So Everybody nice, yeah.
2: wants to get back to eating out. What's yeah. the focus, Adair?
7: Um, I kind of just stuck with, you know, the Okanagan kind of roots, you know, when I was here at Watermark. We did the same thing. And now I'm at Terafina, and I have the same, you know, bounty of the Okanagan that we had before so we're kind of sticking with that, with that Mediterranean Tuscan inspired food so we still have our beautiful tasting boards that we source all our local fruits and stuff for our preserves. Um, during that- these crazy times, I planted a big garden out the back of the restaurant, which is gorgeous. Great. We even put some beehives on the winery this year, which is uh-huh. nice. So we're looking forward to some honey. It's always been a kind of dream of mine to do a little bit of that. So
1: so what sustainable and uh, will it be organic growing maybe in the future? Or is that
6: <laughs> a big stretch? <laughs> Look, we're starting with the bees. OK, yes. I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. But bees are good. We like bees. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's yeah. a great great thing. It really is.
1: But you brought an interesting wine because uh, there th- th- to have a Trebbiano made like this in BC. It's it's so rare and so interesting. Tell us a bit about this wine and why people love it so much.
6: Well, it it definitely well it's unique. First off, it's unique. It comes yep. from a unique unique site. Like not only is it Golden Mile Bench fruit, not only is it from one distinct block block 16 planted in 1968. Nobody else does a Trebbiano, uh, not 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 in the valley anyhow that I, I'm aware of. It it needs heat, so it's it's a variety I think that does really well. Yes. In in, in our soils and uh, it has some vibrant acidity. Um.
1: Yeah, you've electrified this wine though. It's gone from a it was kind of not a sweet wine but a fatter wine. Now mm-hmm. it's much more electric. Uh, and under screw cap, it's so food friendly. Like I'd be mm-hmm. as a chef, I'd just be in love with this wine. Uh, That's totally the thing. I don't know what what you'd serve with it, but uh, there's so many things you could do with it.
7: Yeah, well, right now it's exciting because between 3 and 5 we have our midday menu, so we're doing fresh shucked oysters every day from 3 to 5. Oh, wow.
3: Such
1: a good... Yeah, to pair with that. and the sweet, there's a little sweetness in this wine, like the sweetness in the oyster, so that would be kind of a nice match too. It's but nice. uh, it's it's a great pizza wine
6: too. I think I think the fact that the acid is so vibrant yeah. in this, it's not unlike working with Riesling that the acid That's just right. pops, right? Yes. So we, we need to retain a little bit of that sweetness yeah. to kind of find that, that balance. It's a cheese cutter, I call it. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, delicious wine.
1: Thanks for bringing that along. Thank you. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk a bit about uh, what. What now that you're officially in charge, will you tweak a few things, or how, how does that happen, well, or do you, you're happy with what you have, or?
6: Well, the answer is yes to both questions. Uh-huh. So, basically, uh, where we're at, we're obviously happy with the wines that, but we're always trying to move that needle just a little bit, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, we're growing the barrel program currently. We're trying to, uh, in, on the white side of things, harvest a little, a little earlier. Yep. Keep those pH is lower, a yep. um, little more vibrant acidity. Just looking for that, that balance and, and to find that perfect match where you can really age the wine, but you can also release it where it's, it's balanced and, and ready to go right out of the gate, if mm-hmm. that makes sense.
1: Yeah, makes sense to me.
2: Any new equipment coming? Anything on your wish list? Uh,
6: maybe some new tanks and some barrels. Like I said, we're really growing the barrel program, and we're definitely skewed towards French oak now. So I um, yeah. haven't bought a lot of American barrels in the last few years. We still use that in our Syrah. But for wines like you know the iconic Judge and the Garland, what
2: difference does that make to use French barrels instead of American when you're?
6: It's just a it's a style. It's a Mm -hmm. personal preference. For me, it's more integrated. I find the American oak, you know, is a smokier, more bacon, uh, some of those whiskey lactones. It can really. Elevate certain wines, but I think you know when we're talking mostly, primarily um, Bordeaux varietals. Yeah. it makes sense yeah. to, to stick with with French oak, right? That's it's a flavor.
1: It. In the end, it's a flavor thing, even though some people say it's not. But I I think it's quite detectable, and I just prefer French. Like for your Merlot, for instance, like that Merlot, the difference between that in French and American oak, I think, is for BC, it's French. Agreed. And then you've got something. You've yeah. got a you know you got a half. Like you got a half uh, Northern Italy, like in Tuscan style, so, and the savoriness. So I, I like it a lot. I think it's, it's, it's going to be a good call. Uh, you brought the Judge. Now, this is the 20, is this a 17? Okay. Yeah, Tell so us we, about
6: the, some people ask me, there's Judge
1: and there's Garland. So, sure. w- what's going on with these two sort of top
6: wines at Hester so Creek? The way we look at the, the Judge and the Garland from a winemaking point of view is you've got left bank, you got right bank. Okay. okay so, you're going to find more percentage of Merlot in the Judge every year. Okay, and we're in fact, moving forward, we'll probably bump that up just a little bit. The Garland is cab-driven, so it's it's the Godfather, you know. Oh. It's it's right, so it's, yes. it's a little tighter.
1: Yeah, it's, it's got more structure, more bone. Yeah, it'll yeah. definitely
6: lots of color, lots of dark, dark fruit, lots yeah. of black currant. The Judge and the Garland both see, you know, our best barrels, and and that's that's something that's key for us too. Is is the combination of older oak and and new new oak. You know, it's finding that that oak integration, not oak domination, is kind of the the, the way I like to verbalize it. Yeah, uh, we're speaking with Mark Hopley,
1: the winemaker at Hester Creek, and Adair Scott from Terrafina Restaurant uh, is the chef uh, at Hester Creek Winery. Uh, two big reds. That got to be fun to be a chef with those to play with.
7: Not complaining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do people order these in the restaurant uh, on a regular basis? Regular or? basis. Yeah. 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 They're not a hard sell. They're not. No. What would you have with the judge?
7: Um, we did a we did a nice uh, strip loin a while ago that we did like a nice dark espresso lemon rub strip loin. Wow, that went really well with them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> are,
2: are chefs? Do chefs have to be better educated about wines now?
7: Um, it, it you know it the more you know the better it's kind yes. of you know the more. You know, tools you have in your toolkit. You know, the me- the better, well-adjusted you are, and like then we get to play, and that's what was exciting for me to join the Hester Creek team. Is you know, I have it, you know, I have time to, and, you know, the opportunity to work directly with someone like Mark, and you know, have a little fun with it, and
6: uh, learn my own knowledge as well. I think that's a two-way street, actually, guys, too, because I'm mean, we're so glad that you guys are now part. I mean, the Hester Creek family's always been that way, but the fact that you know, we we have the restaurant now, you're running it. Mm-hmm. It just it's very welcoming feeling going in there, and um, yeah, it's yeah. great working with this guy. It's kind of in-house now again, and that's always good. Everybody's well, connected. You see Adair in the cellar quite a bit. Yeah. You'll see us in the restaurant. I mean, it's um, I don't want to see you in the thing. restaurant too much, Mark. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> let's
7: get some work done there. He probably doesn't want to see me in the cellar too yeah. much. <laughs> well, I want
2: to see myself in the villas. Yeah. yeah. That would there be you a, go. That would be a great 24-hour day Yeah. check in to the villa.
6: And that's what we're always trying at Hester Creek is, you know, that full winery experience. So we have the villas. Uh, you can stay. You can do some cooking classes. You can come down. You can come to the restaurant, see a chef. Yeah. Um, and, and you can walk through that old vineyard. and
1: uh, that, That's one of the greatest things in life is to walk through old vineyards and just feel, feel the past and, you know, as I say, be a grape for a half an hour. It's kind of fun. And you can
6: really see it, right? Yeah. You can see the age of those vines, yeah. those tree trunk yeah. vines walking through block I once met an
1: old guy in Chile, and he told me to walk into the middle of those vineyards and lay down and just listen to them and it was nice. some of the best advice oh, I ever I would got. love to have a picture of that. Yeah, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, great to see both of you. Great uh, to see you, thanks. Uh, we can't wait to get over to Hester Creek. I know it's open now, at regular hours, that sort of thing, so people can drop by. Uh, uh, do they need an appointment now to get there? Is that changing a bit or not?
6: Uh, as far as the wine shop? Yeah. Um, can no. you still just drop no, in? you can drop in. Yeah. We have uh, Basically, we have you know the uh, COVID-friendly, if that makes sense. We're keeping our distance. Sure. Um, we're not our capacity is a little lower so i think that works to the customer's advantage because they get a lot more personalized contact it's more intimate in, in my opinion and the restaurant is the restaurant
7: is the same way yet yeah, we're just following all the kind of spacing guidelines and everything like that and you know lots of people have even made that comment you know sometimes it's nice to take a table or two out you know they get the more attention to detail they feel like they get a little bit better service so right. you know we're, we're we're just happy to be back and
1: Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah, Mark Hopley, he's the winemaker at Hester Creek, and Chef Adair Scott is uh, running Terrafina at Hester Creek, the two of them, uh, I think, having some fun over on the Golden Mile bench. We have to take a quick break. I'm Tony Gizmondi. I'm
2: Casey Wells. Coming
1: up next, Steve Moriarty uh, joins us to talk a little bit about how Save On Foods is selling uh, B.C. wine. Uh, so we'll talk to him as soon as we come back
0: from this break. There's more to come. This is the B.C. Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods.
4: Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. For a limited time, B.C. food and wine radio listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code Gismondi when you book online at therapyvineyards.com.
5: Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming and you could be a part of it located at the gateway to canada's wine capital in oliver the village provides turnkey low capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now but with space for only 16 artisan producers the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story to learn more visit districtwinevillage.com tony Haller, owner of poplar grove winery We have a large wine club and I think it's really important. Wine clubs are important because they're your best ambassador. You know, they're going to somebody's house for a dinner party and they're bringing your
0: wine, right? And then they talk about your wine and a lot of them are so passionate about it. You know, it's exactly what I as the owner would do, but they're wine club members and they're doing it for
5: me. Join the club and take advantage. Become a member at poplargrove.ca. Tinhorn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit Tinhorn.com.
0: Now back to BC Food & Wine Radio, here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson.
1: Welcome back to the B.C. Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gaswandi.
2: I'm Casey Wilson. We're on
1: location today at the Watermark Beach Resort in Asoyuz. Uh, we're right out beside the pool, Casey. I uh, expect to see you in the slide shortly. Yeah, it's the right From, from right the on. top down. <laughs> uh, it's only a few steps up. <laughs> Come on. You only live once. Yeah, She's s- still laughing at me.
2: Yeah, I'm laughing because you've seen my bathing suit.
1: Uh-huh. Well, okay, let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hey, joining us now is Steve Moriarty, who seems to be following us around on location, but I figured out why. uh, Because he just doesn't sit in that grocery store selling wine and buying wine. He actually gets out and uh, spends a lot of time in the wine community, which is fantastic. So, Steve, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. You're in the Okanagan. Uh, and I, just chatting to you before, I mean, I sort of know it, but it's not that obvious so you got a couple of wines, like from the South in the store. You, you have a project with Jens, CC Jens, and you have a project with Road 13.
8: Exactly. Uh, two great partners of ours in, in, in our business. We have some unique wines from them. Uh, uh, Chris Jens makes a wine called the Ch- the Chase. Chase, Yeah. And we, we, we do tremendously well. Our, our consumer base just loves that wine. Yeah. Uh, you know, we only makes a, a couple thousand cases a year, but, uh. It usually lasts for about six or seven months, and then we all sit around waiting for the next vintage. Yeah, uh, we have great success with. Well, that.
1: I love it. Like it's his wine, though. You're not. You're not making a wine. You're 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 making a, a connection with him to sell a certain wine for you, though, which is yeah, kind of nice.
8: we make recommendations because you know we, we have have tremendous, a large customer base, and we just listen to customers. You
1: got all that secret feedback. That's what I want. I want to know what people mm-hmm. say. And then
8: we just love to, We love to share that with winemakers and. Progressive winemakers will will listen, and yeah. uh, and if they can make something that's unique to the consumer, and I mean, it's generally in our top five of sales every week. So we do well with Chris wow. Chris's wine, and Road Thirteen uh, down the road. oh uh, yeah, you know we've had a longstanding relationship with go back to the Luckhursts with Road yep. Thirteen, and um, ag- again we have a Cab Merlot from them and an Un-Oak Chardonnay that they've made fairly <laughs> much unique for Save On Foods. Um, but all of their all of their winemaking skills went into it, and, and our customers like both of those. The showed un oak has got got its own little niche, and uh, yeah. their Cabernet, of course, from this part of the Okanagan, is just great. Super.
1: Casey, we were talking about you. your family's coming up here for a, a staycation, I guess yes, we could say.
2: at the watermark and
1: beach. We were just talking about why wouldn't they go shopping at Savon because that's probably the best prices they can get uh, yes, to buy are. wine while they're here. So it's a good idea. And, Steve, you've got now, is it four stores now?
8: We have four stores in the South Okanagan, yes. We have one in Penticton. We have one in West Kelowna. And we have uh, one in Lakeshore in Kelowna and another one in Orchard Plaza in Kelowna. Wow. The
2: best case deal in uh, British Columbia.
8: Still, yes. Um, unfortunately, yes. We, uh, we like <laughs> to think we have the best opportunity to buy multiple bottles of wine.
2: Yeah. And what's, what's happening with the premium wines?
8: Oh, that's a great question. Um, more than ever. Um, and I, I don't think that the, the wines of uh, in British Columbia, the wineries, I should say, have been hiding them. But the more we've become used to selling uh, British Columbia wine in our in our stores, we're starting to see more premium wines now come from our partners than ever before. And you know, we always we've always had One Faith in Oculus and and uh, a, a couple of other ones, but now we're starting to 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 fill out that case that's got uh, quite the selection in it. You know. Yeah. And, Uh, checkmate you know we've got we've got a great selection of checkmate you got big bottles too uh, like uh uh,
1: magnum 1.5s and three liters at
8: 1.5s and three liters we can look after that special occasion or that special gift you you know you want to you want to pick up for a birthday or graduation or celebration and what
2: about rosé is it is it getting pricier or are there some wineries making it at a...
8: I think the evolution of, of rosé, and you guys probably know this maybe a little bit better than I do, is is that we're starting to see the premiumization of rosé. Yes. And I don't know how you quantify that, really, but... Yeah. In, in a, from uh, a price more money. <laughs> from a price <laughs> perspective, we're yeah. seeing yes. that, you know. And uh, we're up to now, I believe it's just about 90 SKUs of rosé in our stores. Wow.
2: That is amazing.
8: We, uh, we're we speaking with Steve Moriarty. He's the director of wines
1: at Save-On-Food. Steve, I was thinking that uh, as you gather this uh, somewhat power of uh, selling BC wine, I'm careful to say that because I never like it when people are too powerful. It always ends up bad for consumers. But uh, you're doing such a great job. And maybe you could. Like, I would love to say, hey, you know what, guys? uh Open season, we'd love a fourteen ninety nine rosé next summer in our stores. What can you do and have a big taste off and see if we can we can do something like that? Could be interesting. Well,
8: I think you're on the right 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 path there, Anthony. Is is it actually this August, starting in August? And we did this last August. This year's a little more aggressive. We're going to put every rosé we have on sale. Oh, wow! And 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 the, the stars and the planets line up. We'll have our tasting program back in operation. In, um, in the store in stores by yeah. august yeah. and the the qualifying um perspective will be is is that every day we're going to pour a rosé yeah so that's what our goal is and i'm pretty sure that we'll we'll execute that
1: uh i'm interested a little bit about all the all the COVID stuff that went in place for grocery stores in the province Will, will you keep some stuff you think forever now like wh- wh- how will it change is your business going to change a bit
8: I think definitely, Anthony. Our our business has changed, and i i don't I don't think it will ever change uh, back to the way what we would call the good old days or normal. Yeah. I think the new normal is today is is social distancing. The new normal is going to be the plexiglass screens, hand sanitizers, yeah. uh, disinfected buggies. Uh, I I don't think that's ever going to go away. Yeah. Maybe we won't get
1: the flu either. Uh, (laughs) After uh, all this, or a cold. You know what?
8: I think you're dead on.
1: (laughs) But I'm I'm worried about not having any immunity. Then thinking, well, I haven't had a cold in a year and a half. I I don't know what's going on. Usually, I'm eating bugs daily on airplanes, and you just need
8: more grandchildren.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's what my wife says too. But uh, (laughs) it's out of my hands. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so you you're here. uh, What have you been doing? Are you? I actually, Are you just searching, I, holidaying, looking? Uh, no, tasting?
8: we're continuously uh, meeting with our partners, at the wineries. I said yeah. we have 175 of them. Wow! And um, it's it's a bit like a, a juggling act at times. And we have we, got uh, goals, and they have goals. And and as as a business partner, Save On Foods takes a different approach. Is is that our our partners is we're trying to be proactive. What can we do mm-hmm. to help the industry, help the winery become more efficient? and more accessible to the consumer because from our perspective we want the consumer to go to the winery yeah we want the consumer to go there form an emotional bond experience yeah totally and then that's okay because i I think i was sharing with you earlier we have this saying we say we know we we can you can visit 175 wineries and 1200 wines all in one visit when you come to our store yeah. and that's really important that we maintain those relationships with all 175 wineries.
1: Yeah. But if you stand on the bench in Naramata at the winery, you, it inspires you when you're in the store. You have that memory bank of places that you visited. And, Absolutely. Uh, so they can pick it up. Uh, yeah, well, I'm uh, actually, you know, how long is it now because it's that you've been selling wines in the five store? Five years now. It's been five years. Right. Okay, so so will you have a, a – is it an ever-evolving plan? Or Absolutely. Like it started here, you're now there. What What's the future see, sort we, of
8: thing? You know, we see 10 years from now that we play a, an, an increasingly important role in the wine industry mm-hmm. by ensuring that we bring as many new wineries and as many small wineries and as many different kinds of wine to the marketplace so that, so that the consumer's not bored.
1: Yeah. Will you be
8: – do you think you'll have
1: – more stores or not? Like I'm, uh, an
8: o- I'm an optimist, yes.
1: Yeah? Yes, I'm an optimist. the barriers are sort of coming, the sort of like grocery store shopping for wine. There's no barrier to that, is there now?
8: I, I, you know, I think we've broken a lot of the, the stereotype thought around that and, yeah. and the mis- misunderstandings.
2: And there are some very reasonably priced British Columbia wines at on. I asked to see the section, and it starts at uh,
8: oh yeah, there's below $10. Right around $10 is kind of our threshold. And, uh, you know, we, we sell a proportionately a, a significant amount of that. Um, but we've got wines all the way up to $365, I believe, and everything in between there. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, that's what we take pride in, is, is that we try not to just represent one segment of the industry, but all of Right, all of all yeah. them.
2: Can you crack one of those bottles open for me, Steve, <laughs> next time? I'll, Any, I'll give you a call next time at uh, yeah, Pemberton. Ups, just
8: yeah, Let me know.
9: All
1: right. <laughs> Steve, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Uh, you're off, we're off to...
8: Uh, we're headed up the valley valley today. Um, We're headed, I think, to Tinhorn. There you go. Great to see you. Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Steve Moriarty is the Director of Wines at Savon Foods. Uh, He's been our guest for this segment, which is coming to you live from the Watermark Beach Resort. It's our latest grape escape in the Asoyas oliver region. Coming up next, Barkley Robinson, winemaker, Road 13. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson.
0: You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is the VC Food and Wine Radio Network presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting
4: products with passion. Save-On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save-On Foods locations. For special offers in Store and online, visit saveonfoods.comslash wine. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. The upper bench of BC's Similkameen Valley. For those in the know, it's a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. And it's here. Nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos Soleil Winery. Surrounded by an idyllic, organic vineyard using natural ferments and small artisanal winemaking, they produce elegant and age-worthy wines that reflect their unique land. You can find Soleil Wines in fine wine shops and restaurants across the province or order online at clotisole.ca.
0: Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hello
5: British Columbia, this is the
1: BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi.
2: I'm Casey Wilson.
1: We're on location today at the Watermark Beach Resort in Osoyoos. Uh, it's our latest grape escape, and we're really excited to have our next guest. Uh, first time we've had him on the show, Barkley Robinson. He's the new winemaker over at Road 13 and uh, general manager, too, now, I believe.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Unofficially, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Unofficially. Uh-huh. Welcome to the show.
2: They hire you as a winemaker, then you get in there and you get another title. <laughs> well, it
1: was great to have you. Yeah. Uh, you've come from Ontario. Maybe we'll start Hi, with guys. that. Where Where have you come from and why did you end up here in British Columbia?
9: Uh, well, I was uh, uh, at a winery in Ontario called uh, Foreign Affair Winery that specialized in, in big, full-bodied reds. And yeah. uh, Road 13 all of a sudden needed someone for their full-bodied red program um, and uh, the two of us met and uh, it became the right fit for us to come west. And
1: so. they're, they're a bit known for their Rhone style reds, yeah. is that something that interests you too or excites oh, I you? I love
9: love yeah. love Syrah, the Grenache, um, the Vedra so, uh, as well as the big Bordeaux red variety. So, yeah. Yeah. so what do you make of
1: the South Okanagan, you've been here a bit now it's, it's
9: it's different than Ontario. It's a little different, a yeah. little less humidity. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, a little less. Yeah, a lot less. Yeah. Uh, so you're having fun. What will you do? Like, how, you're a new winemaker. You go into mm-hmm. a facility. I
9: know there was some transition. What, what? How do you work that out? Well, it's really exciting. This this point in the vintage, like, as basically when I landed on the ground, it was just prior to bud break. So really, I've seen the vines through Bud Burst and, and all the initial uh, mm-hmm. viticulture decisions, so really working with the viticultural team really intensely right now just to uh, to really line up this vintage. It's, it's really exciting, and then getting everything ready for a bottle that's uh, going to be bottled this, uh, yeah. this summer. Yeah.
2: Have you seen vines grow like this? Like It's quite amazing as it, you drive by the vineyards.
9: Yeah, and, it, and it's quite a difference from the south vineyards versus uh, when you get up towards Kelowna as well, just how uh, different the timing was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Well, it's an exciting property. Uh, it's also
1: old. Uh, yeah. uh, you have Chenin Blanc vines there that go back to the 60s, I believe. 68. Middle of the 60s. 68, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of fun to have something like that to play with. And, and you've got like a, a steel wine, a sparkling wine made from that. Will you continue with that too?
9: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, we we're actually just releasing the 2016 sparkling Chenin Blanc. Very exciting wine uh, to have a traditional method Chenin Blanc. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Very versatile. That oh. was on the Lees for a long time or? Uh, Uh, This one was on the lease for three years, uh, and then we do a jackpot series as well, which is eight years. Eight years, yeah. Yeah. That's quite an amazing product. It really is,
1: yeah. So
2: is it difficult to take over all the wines when a winemaker leaves, and then you come in? How how do you work (laughs) that out, work through that? He says,
1: well, I didn't make those, but, uh, but actually they've been good wines. Yeah.
9: And and it's interesting to to step into some another winemaker's shoes because it's a bit of bit of forensics, like seeing how they made the wine, and then going forward, uh, you make some tweaks to the blending, uh, especially with the reds that are about a year behind uh, in the process. Mm-hmm. And then as you come on board, you you take how wines have been made in the past and the stylistic avenues that the previous winemaker has made, and then. Make your own fine adjustments and experiments as you go. So
1: we're speaking with Barkley Robinson. Uh, he's the uh, new winemaker at Road Thirteen. Of course, uh, the the winery was owned by the Luckhurst family. Recently yes. sold, was bought by uh, uh, Anthony Bond Mandel's group. Yep. Uh, it comes under that umbrella now. So you got lots of resources, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of plans now for the winery. I believe going forward,
9: there are there there uh, the renovation plans are. In the works, but uh, not final. <laughs> well, we yet. know how that works with <laughs> Anthony. They could be in the works forever. <laughs> well, like any renovation product, project. Yeah. There's there's initial uh, concepts, and then it has to be tweaked. So yeah,
2: you and it's a strong
9: focus on organic. Absolutely, yeah. So all of our vineyards are or have been organic farm for quite a few years, but we're in the final years, uh, final year, pardon me, of our organic certification in our vineyards. So that's yeah. very exciting because, as you know, with Road 13. It's all about the dirt, so organic yep. farming is all about taking care of the dirt, so yeah, yes. it makes sense.
1: And you bought some new dirt, I think, out in yes. the Similkameen. Yeah. The, uh, That's going to be exciting, too. Being planted
9: this year, so uh, it's going to be yeah. very exciting, yeah.
1: So you, uh, when we talk about the, the dirt or about uh, organics, wh- what is it that consumers should know about that, that they maybe that they don't know?
9: Well, it's we it's, just did a, a soil project where we were taking uh, monoliths, so they're like cross-sections of the soil on different sites, just to see what is happening in that first three to four feet uh, mm-hmm. under the soil that's really impacting uh, the grapevines. And uh, especially in the Chenin Blanc and the Chardonnay blocks, what we were finding was more of that ratnip-style soil, bit large stones that had uh, all that calcium carbonate uh, precipitation on the bottom of them. So you, it's very much about the limestone yeah. Uh, influence there so, yeah which really shows up in the wines so
1: learning more you learning more about the soil is good for for everybody in the project I guess including well, the end the end drinker
9: absolutely because like what grape is is planted there and how do you take advantage of all the strengths of, of that site uh, and that's what it's all about
1: yeah yeah so uh, but what would you like to do there now like you've seen the lineup will you add a wine or two
9: or is there style or something that you would like to see uh, happen at road 13 uh, there's a lot of plans in the in the back of my mind but I think I really have to get through this harvest and see what which what each block brings and Mm -hmm. then uh, do my small experiments in the background and if they're they're fun then they'll become wine club wines which is always fun for the the wine club to have some of those small batch wines and then if it's commercially viable then make it into a bigger wine yeah yeah. and Barkley
2: do you have a wish list for equipment Oh, yeah. Every, <laughs> every
9: winemaker has a wish list as long as their arm for <laughs> for what they want to work with. So, yeah, yeah. there'll be lots of that. So Great. Uh, so at the moment,
1: mm-hmm. people either online or driving by the winery, what are the, the new releases? What are some of the wines that people can discover that have just come out?
9: Well, actually, right today we're actually doing a wine club member event uh, that's uh, for so the whole the whole day is, is scheduled for the wine club itself okay. uh we've got the 2016 sparkling Shannon being released um, and then we have some uh, some other reds coming up so we're mm-hmm. just uh, we're just in the midst it's getting of getting going out. you yeah. have
1: quite an impressive wine club and uh, and uh, quite a nice facility for your members as
9: well absolutely it's it's fantastic it's a place yeah. to start so uh, well, before you go, I would
1: like to get an update because the weather was so great. Then it hasn't been great in the city, so I don't know where. Where are the vineyards? Are they ahead, behind, even, or?
9: Um, they They basically kind of caught, caught up, up, up to where where, everything, where they should be. They, they were a little bit ahead, and then they kind of slowed down a bit, but. Yeah. Uh, where we got that rain uh, was actually at a at a perfect point if it was going to happen, so yeah. it just kind of slowed down uh, the the flowering to uh, the fruit set. So yeah. it's fantastic. And the crop size is it, it looks like a, a very normal crop size. So uh-huh. so uh, don't want to say that uh, it's bigger or smaller, but it's, it looks on target right now, and yeah. so it's going to be great.
1: Barkley Robinson, he's a winemaker at Road 13.
2: I'm wondering if you've had a chance to eat yet in the restaurants in Penticton. (laughs) Not much yet, Okay, well, there's a very good restaurant that you should check out that Ned Bell has at the Naramad Inn.
9: I actually used to work with Ned in Calgary, so he and I go way back, so it's definitely on my list to go check him out. That's
1: when Ned missed the show when he was in Calgary, Casey. Do you remember (laughs) all that? Yes, I remember all that. (laughs) Great to see you. I I, I don't want to geek out too much. I read an article yesterday about uh, UV lights on on robotic tractors running through vineyards and eliminating fungal disease. Yeah. I didn't know that that was possible now.
9: It, it's interesting. They, they've been experimenting with UV lights, uh, both in the production side with tank sanitation and, and equipment yeah. sanitation, and they've just kind of moved it into the vineyard as well. It's the same, same same technology and same yeah. process. So. That could
1: yeah. be exciting to get rid of that disease.
9: Yeah, it, it, w- it would be. I mean, anytime you can rely on something that isn't going to impact your soil, uh, isn't yeah. going to impact the water table, that's the way to go.
1: Barkley, so great to catch up with you. Now, can people meet you when they go to the winery uh, is, with the, all these new experiences? You, is there one with a sit-down with you, or um,
9: today there is uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely to, definitely. Today. Join the wine club. <laughs> yeah, if you're part of the wine club, there's always events that uh, that I'll be at. Yeah. Um, usually through the week, I am there, but uh, it's a little more hit and miss that way. Well, so. I
1: imagine we have to get you to Vancouver uh, soon too. Oh, absolutely. I'll Maybe. be a, Vancouver, uh,
9: Calgary, Alberta as
1: well. Okay, come and see us in the studio when you're in Vancouver. We'd love to catch up with you. Love it. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, That was Barkley Robinson. He's the winemaker at Road 13, newly established uh, in position there for uh, this harvest coming up. Uh, And we can't wait to try his new wines. Coming up next, Carolyn Chowler joins us. She's the executive manager and winemaker at La Rose, which has a fabulous new release. We're going to talk about that with her. I'm uh, Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And you're listening to the B.C. Food & Wine Radio Network.
0: We're on our Oliver Asoyus Grape Escape, and we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the B.C. Food & Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods.
10: Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this summer to celebrate their 20th anniversary season. Make sure to join them on the sun soaked patio for a sampling of their premium wines. Or, if you can't make it out this summer, then don't forget to check out their popular virtual tasting program online. For reservations or for
4: more information, visit them at blackhillswinery.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Rediscover the South Okanagan good life at Watermark Beach Resort Asoyas Hotel and Conference Centre Just steps to everything The beach, shopping, the marina and great dining at the restaurant at Watermark New executive chef Nick Atkins invites you to indulge your senses with bright new flavours inside or on the newly expanded lakeside patio featuring new health and safety protocols and procedures Reservations are highly recommended Celebrate the South Okanagan Visit watermarkbeachresort.com The Wine Experience Center at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery has arrived. Welcome to the new home of hospitality
7: in the Okanagan. The wine shop is now open for tastings, and the Modest Butcher restaurant is also ready to welcome you with their first menu. Walk-in guests are welcome, but reservations are recommended. For the safety of guests and staff, extra cleaning, sanitation, and physical
4: distancing protocols will also be in place. For more information and updated developments, please visit MtBoucherie.com.
0: Now back to BC Food & Wine Radio, here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson.
1: Hello British Columbia, this is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We're on location at the Watermark Beach Resort in a Soyuz, uh, just up from the lake. Casey, uh, did you swim this morning? Or? I didn't swim, but thought, I'm dying you, to get
2: into that lake, really, it's beautiful. I thought you said you were going to get up early and... No, not day of the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Hey, we're joined by Carolyn Schaller. She's the executive manager and, of course, the winemaker at Asoyas La Rose. Uh, welcome back to the show, Caroline. Great to see you.
10: Hi. Good to see you, too. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, bonjour, I guess I should say. Bonjour. Yeah. Nice to see you. <laughs> you you're you managing along. Uh, uh, we've been talking to people a little bit. Or it's a uh, normal vintage now or for you? Both?
10: Normal vintage. A little bit cold this year, a little bit yeah. wet.
1: Yeah. Let's see? <laughs> a little bit cold. Oh, well. It'll warm up in the Okanagan. It's a desert, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great to see you. Uh, uh, I've been a big admirer of the wines of Asoyes La Rose almost from the beginning. I just love that 2016, though. It's a crazy, delicious wine. I don't know what it is about that vintage, which was so special for red. It was special for red blends, at least in my opinion. They really seem to sing.
10: Well, the good thing... it seems that it was a little bit like this year, a little bit cold, too, and yeah. a little bit uh, wet, too, so it's uh, good to That's know. It's a good sign, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the the red are more fresh, I think, more yeah. fruity, not too jammy.
1: No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, well, you brought the 2017. We'll yes. just start there, because it's interesting. I just had a quick look at the label and said, hey, where did all the varieties <laughs> go? Because you were famous for printing on the yeah. front label yeah. what's in the wine. Now it's on the back it's label. It's on the back. Some new rule.
2: New rule, we have to follow them, I guess. Yeah. So Some VQA blen-
1: rule, somebody. Exactly.
2: But w- there's a lot less rules in British Columbia than in France. Well, correct? I thought too, but yeah. I think we are going the We're same way. We're catching up. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this your first vintage? It's my first
10: vintage, my first harvest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so 2017,
1: yeah. So it's a it's a it's Merlot dominant though 60, yes. 61 yep. percent Merlot mm-hmm. and then Cab Franc Cab So Petit, Verdot and Malbec so yep. all of the five exactly uh, but can we still say Bordeaux varieties I guess you would want me to say that uh, we say they're the Okanagan varieties but okay <laughs> they, they are going
10: well in the Okanagan again, so yeah it's
1: okay. <laughs> yeah fantastic you've put your stamp on this wine how is it different do you think or is it different or what like you must have done some tweaking? Or when you got here, what did you decide about how you would make the wine at a La Rose? Uh,
10: well, we were in the, in the move to put less oak okay. and to have a great balance between the complexity of the fruit and the, the, the aging in oak. Yeah. So that's always what I try to, to look for. So
1: less new oak or less time in oak? or uh, Less or time in oak.
10: Yeah. Um, more concentration in the grapes. Yeah. Uh, so we select the the block. Some blocks are going in Le Grand Vin, and some blocks are going for Petal. Yep. So we don't grow them the same way. Uh, we don't have the same concentration. Yeah. And uh, we don't pick them at the same time, even if it's Merlot. You know. Sure.
1: And for, for our listeners, the Petal is the is a true second yep. label, yep. Uh, as they would call it in Bordeaux. Uh, the lighter one. Yeah. Sort of younger vines exactly. and and uh, fruit that isn't totally selected for the top grand van yeah yeah always a good value too, uh and more drinkable sooner
10: yeah exactly yeah
1: yeah uh it's a great property we've been waiting for years i don't know what's going on Uh, (laughs) the winery was going to be there it's not going to be there can you clear up a little bit about what the plans are
10: okay so now new plants we've tried for a long time to build uh, something in the vineyard but uh, it's a bit challenging and so now we've just bought um, a building in Osoyos. So yeah. next year we will be home.
1: So it's an old fruit packing building, yes. which is kind of yeah. nice. That's a nice yeah, tie-in. It's, it's
10: a big building. So yeah. that was part of the challenge as well, to have big enough for us. Yeah, to get those tanks exactly. in. Exactly. We have a very tall tank. Yeah. And uh, so now we have it. And uh, next vintage, so 2000. 21 will be in this new building. Yeah, that'll so. be So, nice. new plans yeah. and new planting. New planting, it's done now. We've planted uh, white. Wow. So, Sauvignon Blanc, which is my favorite. Okay. Oh. Semillon.
8: <laughs> All
1: right. So. And uh,
10: next year, we will plant in the same block, Muscadel.
1: Oh, so that's a classic Bordeaux that's white a, yeah. Uh, blend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. boy, that'll be
10: exciting.
2: Yeah. So where do you where do you buy the plants? Where do they come from? Um,
10: uh, they come from California, and uh, Muscadel. They are doing it in California this year. They didn't have any, uh, that's why we have to plant it next year because it it won't be with um, uh, roots. You know, it's going to be straight uh, planted.
2: Yes, no rootstock, and that will take how long before you'll be able? To? Three years. Yeah, three least, years. Yeah. yeah. It's a big investment, wines. So. We are very patient. Uh, yes, as you, can very, <laughs> see. you are very patient. Well, uh,
1: it's ex- it's ex- by the way we're speaking with Carolyn Schaller. She's the uh, executive manager and of course the winemaker at Asoyous La Rose. Uh, it'll be fun to have a white wine. Uh, w- will it will it have a name or will it just be the blanc?
10: Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't have a name yet. Yeah. So yeah, we have to work on it. Carolyn's
1: yeah. kind of a nice name. <laughs> Is that <laughs> so in the right? running? Or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
10: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we will work on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's a French company yep. uh, that owns it all now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how, how does that work? Do you you talk to them regularly or they Uh, leave you alone or how does it how how does your life work we
10: talk like every week yeah uh even for tasting i send them sample and they taste and And, they. and you zoom do you uh, zoom taste now uh yeah we zoom taste which is great yeah uh, so
1: you got a lot of wine people over in Bordeaux. It's uh, it yep. must be is it is there pressure or is it just normal now or uh, you know them all? So
10: I know them all. It's yeah. it's normal. It's the way we work. So yeah, yeah. it's okay.
1: Do they ever send you some wines over to taste what uh, nope. they're doing? Well, I would, If they
10: listen to me, <laughs> they can send anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. You should get some wines from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah And
2: w- totally. what do your friends think? They come from France and taste the wine here at Soyuz La Rose as compared to, you know, French. Well,
10: people are always surprised by the quality of the wine here yeah. in general. Yeah. Yes. And because Canada is not really known for the wine. Sure. For us, it's just uh, snow.
4: Yes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> right. Right. And oh uh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Snow and hockey. There's work to be done. Yes. Yeah.
10: And uh, we are great to do that kind of job too. You know, there's a big place in Bordeaux. They they build the wine institute over yes. there. Yes. And uh, sometimes they show the uh, Le Grand Vin over there. Do yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful.
1: Yeah, That's great. In the in the Cité, de La Cité du Vin. The Cité du Vin. Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea for us to have. We have a little uh, uh, spot in there, which was cool that we got that. Yeah. Yeah, really good. So uh, you also, you've got the new white wine planning, but you also have a, a B&B. Is that going yeah. to, wha- how is that going to work?
10: So the B&B is open. Uh, okay. We've opened just in June this year. And, uh, uh, and
1: under, what name is it under? Soyuz La Rose or?
10: La Maison also Soyuz La Rose. Okay. And yeah. how many rooms do you have? Uh, four rooms. Four rooms. Oh, yeah. Wow. So and that's uh, quite a
2: good size. Yeah, and it's
10: going very well compared to the challenge of you the year. You mean four yes. room for different people or for for different people? Oh wow! Yeah, oh, that sounds yeah, it's great. It's nice.
1: And they're down by the lake then, or the uh, I mean, they're above yeah, the lake. We have
10: the a we have a great view on the lake. Yeah, yeah. and uh, in front of it, it's the 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 white the white block. wine vineyard.
1: Yeah. yeah, so you'll be down there for a bit.
10: Yeah, uh, my office is in yeah. the basement. Because you look after
1: <laughs> the vineyards as well? or We know? have
10: a vineyard manager yeah. coming from France as well. Is he, uh, French English uh-huh. and uh, Michael, and uh, he's the vineyard manager.
1: Do you like it in the vineyard or you prefer just to be in the wine? No, I like or? it in the vineyard. Everything
10: yeah. comes from the vineyard, so vineyard is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. We better taste this. Uh,
1: yeah, we should. And <laughs> Caroline Chowler uh, will walk us through this asoisse la rose. By the way, a Soyce la rose is sold uh, exclusively in uh, British Columbia liquor stores. It's been there for many, many years. It's been one of the, the first a premium BC wine sold uh, widely across the province. So there's lots of availability. You can uh, check a store in your neighborhood to buy the wine. So the 17, uh, we discussed it, 61% Merlot and the rest. Tell us a little bit about how what you think, where it's at right now. And when will it come out?
10: Uh, so it will come out uh, for Christmas, around Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to keep them. And um, uh, we bottled it last year. So it has time to rebuild him it itself, you know, in the bottle. I think it's very powerful for the moment. It is. And uh but we feel the smoother of the tannin, so it's it's coming very round.
1: so that must be the limit for you in terms of alcohol, or do you get too bent out of shape about alcohol? Oh, we can
10: go higher, I guess, but um, always very careful with that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Showing well now, of course, this this was always and has been, uh, as I said, one of the first premium wines, but also one of the first wines to age for a decade Mm -hmm. with no problem in B.C., Uh, where others, you know, they didn't turn out so well, but this has always been a great wine. It was part of the Bordeaux legacy and the, uh, the, the blending legacy <laughs> of Bordeaux. So, yeah, it's great to have a cellar full of Asoys La Rose. It
2: uh, is. Aging Congratulations. Wave. Just before we let you go, what would you serve to eat with this Le Grand Oh,
10: uh, you know, like uh, heavy food, like yes. a nice piece of meat, duck, Chateaubriand, uh, <laughs> Yeah. a nice cheese. Yeah, and even sometimes, you know, yeah. dark chocolate yeah. goes yes. very well.
1: And uh, one for collectors, what's your favorite vintage right now drinking of Sois La Rose? Uh, I, I uh,
10: think 16, the one we have at the moment, yeah. is, is really wa- really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't really like old, old wine, but okay. it's just a personal taste. Yeah. Uh, so I think 16 is doing very well at the moment.
1: Carolyn, thanks so much for joining us on the show. It was a delight to speak to you again. Thank uh, you. Uh, I can't wait to get to the B&B and uh, wait for that winery to <laughs> okay. open for you to have okay. uh, your own space. You're That'll welcome. be great. Thank you so much. Carolyn Schaller, she's executive manager and winemaker at Asoys La Rose. That's it for today's show. Join us again next week for more on uh, wine and food. A special thanks to our uh, hosts here at the Watermark Beach. Uh, resort in a Soyuz all our guests and uh, to the technical producers Mike Whittingham on site and Anisa Hetherington back in the BNN home studio in Vancouver I'm Anthony Gizmondi I'm
2: Casey Wilson and please
1: join us again uh, next week same time same place on the grape escape channel for uh, the BC
0: food and wine radio network that's it for today's show tune in again next week for Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson on the BC food and wine radio network Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.